You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron show on a live nations Friday. Happy to be here with you. Appreciate you joining us. Got me thinking about mimosas now that uh, we talked about hotel indigo tomorrow on the roof show begins at 10 930. They start slinging the mimosas and the bloody Marys for all of you who need them. It's perfect. You don't need to set up your tailgate. You can do that after the game if you want to stick around the lots and set up your TVs. Just come over well, to Indigo. If do, even if you do want to, you can get over there. At, we're on at 10. So if let's say you got there at 930 when the bar opened, which is a good time to get somewhere when the bar opens, and you get there and you go, you know, I'm going to start with a Bloody Mary today. That sounds like a good idea, Keith. All right, get me one, too. Then you do. Then you have one. You're like, yeah, there's Jeff and Tom. They're setting up to do the pregame show. Let's watch for a few minutes while we have this beautiful overlook here of both the intramural fields filling up with Florida State fans and the stadium that is simply gorgeous from the outside. What a facade. Hey, I'll take another one of those. Or perhaps a mimosa. Sounds good. Now it's 1045, and you've heard a little bit of the pregame show. You're like, I'm on it. That's good. That's good stuff. I'm going to go downstairs, walk my way over to the tailgate lot while I still can. Say hello to friends and family. Set up my tailgate for the after party, then go into the game, watch the Noles win 38 to 13, 38 to 10, something like that. Walk back out, get yourself a drink, walk back over to Hotel Indigo and say, Hey, I'll have another one of those mimosas. That's a great plan. I think what a plan. Everyone should follow all of those plans verbatim. I think that's what you should do. <laughs> For me, I got I, it set up in my mind. I got to f- look. It's not, I don't need a, a triple pour or a double pour, but I think a Bloody Mary tomorrow morning might be nice. It's just a refreshing beverage to get your day started with the tomato juice. I like it as well, but I do know people who suffer from heartburn oh, from, right, from Bloody right. Marys. They, yeah. really, they struggle with it. Yeah, I say make it as spicy as you possibly can. I'm like, you dump the, deba- the Tabasco or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then jalapenos and anything oh, else you want. Buddy. Put them all in there. Let's mm-hmm. go. Except for keep that celery out of my face. No celery. No celery. Or no olives either. No olives. I agree get with you there. Of I get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get them out of here. Yeah. Go yeah. give them to Link. He'll get the home plate looking good. 
All of seeds will be Oh, better. yeah. That took me a second. <laughs> I was like, what the what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Go. Everything, every time I see an olive now, I'm like, oh, I should give that olive to Link. Hey, maybe this will help your, your batting circle. Uh, you know, that was actually something that deeply impacted the finish of um, the NLCS because Grisham had dropped down the bunt mm. looking for a hit and it hits a mud patch. And I'm sure Link was watching the game saying, see, that would never happen here. Sorry-ass mud patch. Killing him. Guys, come in here. I want you to take a look at something. This is why we did it. Mm. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Olive seeds, guys. Olive seeds right there. If Grisham was at Hauser, he would be safe and they'd still be playing. (laughs) Oh, the news is bad in Tampa Bay. It goes from worst, uh, bad to worst. Shaquille Barrett, Shaq Barrett, going to miss the rest of the season. Torn Achilles. So thanks for the three sacks, though. It's been a good year. I, I was going to tell you, by the way, uh, with Shaq, we will never see him in a Bucks uniform again. That is that. That's that. Isn't he signed for another two or three I'd seasons? Tell him to take it on down the road. It's over. Vita Vea, who has not been that great, has this four year, and a half sacks. Has more sacks than Shaq Barrett. I know. That's why I'm telling you, Shaq Barrett's going to be 30 before the start of next season. He is now no longer as productive as he once was, and we're going to be coming off a torn Achilles. Have a good one. Have a good one. That is it. You will never see him again in the Bucks uniform. You will never see. <laughs> Breathier. Breathier. You will never see. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Uh, hey, man, it's going to be a big weekend for Andy Dalton and New Orleans Saints. <laughs> My emergency pickup. <laughs> Don't you love fantasy football in a bye week? I'm like, oh, Herbert's got the bye. Who's out there? Andy Dalton. All right. Let's get him, Andy. The Vegas defense is terrible. Let's throw it around the That's lot. That's right. Olave. Let's have a flashback. Olave. Let's do this thing. Florida State is favored by a robust 23, 24, 20, whatever, depending on when you got in on the action. In fact, as we're sitting here today, let's find out exactly how much Florida State is favored by. Uh, I don't know if it's moved today. I didn't check it before I came in, but I, I do feel feel good. 23 and a half. Oh, that's better than 24. Yeah, I think this is something you hammer, and, and we've got a uh, contribution that, that speaks to this point, so I'll hit the uh, Ric Flair. Whoop. Whoop. Oh, whoop, Rick whoop, was. Whoop. Oh, Rick yeah, he's rapping. Whoop. Oh, <laughs> he is rapping. Whoop. <laughs> so you hit the live or not the live you, you wait until warm-ups and you find out who is going to be the quarterback for georgia tech they said that they're going to mix in the kid that they played against uh <laughs> virginia Ooh. along with a true freshman the, the zach gibson kid right gibson and yeah. then uh, obviously sims has a, a, a bum foot and what was, a shame he was day-to-day i agree with lee sterling which is look at this line and tell me if, if sims is going to play well when i saw the line i went yeah. goodness gracious but I would like confirmation that some miraculous recovery has not happened. Remember when Pickett played in the COVID year? Oh yeah, of he went through he warmups did. and yeah. he yeah because he saw the tape and he said, "Oh no, I need to play this." He game. said, "I'm not missing this damn game." Yeah. So I would like confirmation around eleven thirty, eleven forty-five, and it's at that point a right that yeah, I would probably play Florida State at twenty-three and a half if I can still get it. Yeah, if you could have got it earlier in the week, you could have got it at twenty-two. That's the time to play it. I uh, I don't know that Florida State should ever be laying 21, 22, 23 points, unless they're playing like, you know. Boston Duke, College? Duquesne or something like that. I Boston mean, College, yeah, yeah. yeah. This I'm, is like that. This is like that if they don't have a quarterback. Except, ex- yes, it is kind of like that. But you're right to point out Georgia Tech's defense isn't dreadful. It isn't. It's just that 
we're going to be getting the ball between the 30 and the 40-yard line a lot of the time if Let's go. that's their quarterback Let's situation. Let's go. Did you happen to tune in to 22-21 NC State-Virginia Tech last night? No, and I can't believe that's the final because I saw it was 14-3 or 21-3, whatever it was. It was 21-3 yeah. Virginia Tech. My timeline was filled with people furious that Virginia Tech's sorry-ass offense was capable of scoring 21 points and we couldn't, and that they couldn't believe, quote-unquote, that Virginia Tech was going to beat NC State at NC State. Well, they didn't. They didn't beat NC State at NC State. They lost 22-21. That's a toughie for Virginia Tech to be up 21-3 to in the second half. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, all they do with Carter Finley is they rally in the second half. Yes. MJ Morris with uh, 20 of 29, 265 yards and three touchdown passes. Not uh, Jack Chambers. Isn't that the kid that came in against Chambers us? Chambers was the one. Yeah, yeah. they saw oh, enough for of his, one. They saw enough of his sorry ass. They're like, oh, old Jack's out here 6 of 13, averaging 2.4 yards per throw. <laughs> That's impossible. Pew. 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 Give me a walk-on. What are we doing? That's nuts. Anyhow, that's how that ended up going. By the way, MJ Morris uh, for NC State, just if you wanted to know, they gave him the ball 13 times last night. He had 12 yards. Mm. Damn, man. We're under, We're averaging less than a yard per carry out All here. All right. Kicking ass. Yeah. So that was that day, and uh, yes, uh, NC State uh, rallied to beat Virginia Tech 22-21. NC State is uh, interesting. They're two and two in conference, and they're six and two overall. And I don't think anybody right now thinks they're any good at all. Yeah, in hindsight, you're looking and saying, "Wow, Leary was kind of holding the offense together." We were all wondering what's wrong with Devin Leary, and it might just be that he was the thing that was the glue. Yeah. He wasn't the problem. I will say, I can watch Drake Thomas play football every weekend. And, oh, by the way, he was the leading tackler again last night. Had a sack, had eight tackles, had like three pass breakups. That dude is a freak. 32? Yes. Yeah. He's he's probably going to be considered somewhat undersized in the league. I don't think so, man. I'd draft that dude tomorrow. He is so instinctive. He's six feet, 235. He'll hit you. He runs. He's all over the field. I love him. He's one of my favorite players in the league. He's awesome. He is. You can't help yourself when you watch that guy play. He's just a special player. Why are you laughing at that? I just love that 32 is, has stuck with you. Well, damn it. He You're was the only the, reason we but, lost. But it means that you looked it up because you were watching uh, last night. You were watching us play basketball. So you went back and, and said to yourself, what did Drake Thomas do? Yeah. That's why I'm laughing because he left enough of an impression. That, that you looked dude up, is freaking good. What did Drake Thomas do? Well, you know night? what? You know, another player I used to do that. I like linebackers that are active like that all the time, that these guys are heat-seeking missiles and they have a good feel for the game and a sense for the game, and they always stand out when they – Devin White at LSU, right? Every time you watch an LSU yeah, not game. in the pros, but yeah. Well, he's been good in the pros, and he got – destroyed last night but he's been a good player in the pros our super bowl year he was really good he was really good but hey, hey, hey. he also was i think freelancing and making plays just randomly he made a lot of them but my point would be he loves to overrun or hit the wrong gaps he does last two years he, yeah two he, years he does but remember the super bowl run now he got good in coverage out of nowhere he also started yes. yeah i mean all that stuff started happening so yeah. um he's hey i'm gonna love him for life <laughs> he, he's a, he was fantastic that year on the road against new orleans yeah, that, that was the won game. The, he won the game. That was the game. He won the game. That guy. It right. wasn't the Green Bay game, though, because that was Whitehead who forced the fumble. He right. just scooped it up. He scooped it up. But still, he's there. 
Anyhow, so my man probably had an assignment on the other half of the field. Just making plays. That's all I'm out here doing. We had a safety during the yep. 2013 season uh, at Florida State who was often in the wrong place. Yeah, Lamarcus made the pick against he, Clemson. He wasn't supposed to be he there. He wasn't supposed to be anywhere near yeah, there. In fact, yeah. Clemson's offensive staff was like, "Why are you there? <laughs> in no world are you supposed to be there." Jimbo was yelling, "Why are you okay? Yeah, run, run." We did that in 16 as well, <laughs> the uh, the Freddie Stevenson game. But there was an early interception where the uh, our secondary guy was just in the wrong spot. He should have been closer to the bench. And he was in the other hash. I'm going back to Devin in college. In college at LSU, yeah. crazy, crazy athletic for a guy that size. No reason for that dude to, to be able to do that stuff he does. You're right. He's freelancing now. He's not been good for the last year and a half, really. I'm with you. He was great our Super Bowl year. I mean, I, I'll always – we'll have that. Now he's trade bait. But the kid for, the kid for NC State – when you watch them play, like all every time an opposing team goes back to pass, you're like, well, the kid's going to jump that. Yep. Oh, he read that quickly. There he is in the flats making a play for a gain of two. It's just it drives me. We we need to find a player of that caliber to play linebacker for us because I am tired of watching our average to below average linebacking core. I just, again, I'm laughing because I went a- looked it up yeah. after the loss to NC State. Arlo Palmer, who we referenced before, has watched as many plays as I have of NC State football since that game. You're missing out on Drake Thomas. No. <laughs> it's it's oh, a man. Drake Thomas love affair every I'm week. I'm watching the Wolfpack, man. <laughs> I'll call you. They're on defense. Quick, but, turn it off. <laughs> by the end of the year, between after after our game, Arnold Palmer and I will have watched the same amount of NC State football <laughs> between now and the end of the year. Uh, I I am. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna make you laugh. Like two weeks from now, after you've forgotten about it, I'm going to call you and be like, what's up, man? NC State's on defense. Quick, flip it over. <laughs> it's third and 11. 32 time. The kid's going to make a play. He's going to be in the right spot. I promise you that. But it is aggravating because, look, man, uh, that's the one. We're probably not having half the conversations we've had in the weeks since the NC State game. If uh, if you don't throw away a 17-3 to lead, a game you have won, uh, we're not talking – the two losses that we suffered, the weight game and the Clemson game, yeah, it would frustrate you, but you'd be like, okay, well, listen, we're 5-2, and two, no big deal. That game is the one that you're always going to come back to, and I hate that it's always NC State. Yeah, it, it always is. It and always it's that is. building is and a 10-year anniversary of correct. blowing a similar lead. Correct. Similar situation. The hard part is – and this is not an accusation of Florida State not giving their best on every Saturday because I think they do. You know, whatever that day is, that they, they, they don't go out there and not try. But if you close that game, the effort we would have put up against Clemson the following week would have been so much more inspired. The atmosphere, everything about that game yeah. would have been different. Mm-hmm. And we ran the ball on them after coming off of a crushing loss. What could we have done with the added adrenaline and inspiration of playing for one of the driver's seats in the ACC Atlantic race? That's something that I'm always going to ask. It's much like the 2020 Florida State basketball team. Now, this team wasn't going on to win a title. I'm just saying they could have won an Atlantic division, though. That's possible. Well, yeah, I think it is. Um, it's you know the, the the this year. I don't want to be thinking about regrets, and that's another thing these five games represent. It's is, a month of losing is the ability to not have to look back and regret. I mean, sure, individually in a vacuum, if you say, "Hey, look, let's just talk about the NC State game," we'll have a lot of things to point at and say, "Damn it!" Um, but the year will be thought of. Again, even by the most cynical, jaded Florida State fan, or even guys that aren't believers in Mike. And I don't get mad. I've been 
there are certain levels of irrationality that upset me when I hear it, and it, and that's in any walk of life. I do not get mad at fans right now in the Florida State fan base that aren't sure about Mike. I'm not mad about that. I don't think that no, they're. Fair. I don't think it's crazy to have some second thoughts about Mike. the second half of NC State happened. Jacksonville State happened. You're allowed to ask, and even next year you could say, so which one's going to be our NC State or Jacksonville State? Well, You could ask that next yeah, but year. but you don't want to live life like that. There's no reason to. I mean, what I'm saying is you can have question marks, and they can be valid, and you can bring up certain – like, I think it's fair to say, is he ever going to recruit to the level we need him to recruit? Now, I think that's married to what happens in these next five games. And I also believe, and at the end of the year we'll talk about this. We'll do an end-of-the-year summary. We'll talk a little bit about the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm of the mindset they're going to have to make some changes on the staff to get to where they want to go. And I've said that and hinted at that for a couple of years now. I'm not in love with everybody over there. I don't think it's constructive at this point, really, and I want to see how the rest of the year goes. I want to see what happens. Yeah, there's okay. so much more there's football There's still play, so much yeah. more football, right. And we can't – that's the other thing that happens. Everything is black and white, cut and dry, yay or nay – all the time in every level of debate about any subject anymore. It is always that. And it's not. Most of the time, these things are in the gray area. There's room for a larger discussion. And that larger discussion for this staff, in my opinions of it, will help be vetted over the course of the next five games. Yeah, I think Briley has it right in the chat when he says there's a difference between, quote, not sure about and, quote, positive Norvell isn't the guy. I mean that there are two different conversations, and right, you hear you right, hear right, from right. both of those camps over the bye week. It's again, it's it's three straight losses in a bye week. So well, there's a lot of talking and going Georgia on. Tech. So it's three straight losses, a bye week, and Georgia Tech at right. noon. Right. That all adds up to a lot of speculation, a lot of debate, a lot of frustration, a lot of uh, really kind of enduring pain from those root losses, right? That's another reason that I'm excited about tomorrow is you get a chance to get that bad taste out of your mouth. If you play well, I think you'll win comfortably, and then thus begins a different discussion. I don't think it was unproductive or it would be unproductive to, to speculate even next year in preseason. Let's say that this goes swimmingly, and you go win at least four of these games and we're energized. Yeah, we'll be 8-4, and four, go to a good bowl. You got a chance to recruit pretty well. Okay. To do W's and L's next year and say, all right, which one's going to be the Norvell special, you know, and which where if somebody said that you wouldn't be upset no and, and i might say that and say look we did it with jimbo yeah but, you know after virginia homecoming we said oh my god he does it every year and then it was 12 against he nc did, state he did do it every year but 2013 but he was two years into his tenure and we were already calling it that so i this is two years in a row where there are games where we go how in the f did you lose that game i mean come on now so that's part of the growth that we need to see i believe he's capable of that growth but you've also well, got to guard I, against that. No matter what happens here, these next four or five games, that's going to be a talking point until you don't do that anymore. Well, there is a fundamental disagreement amongst Florida State fans that is uh, an interesting talking point, and that is that this is not a place you learn on the job, and we're watching him have to learn on the job. I, I understand that conversation. I think we had fallen to a place where you have to allow for a player, a, a coach, to learn on the job. Yeah, I think that's how far we fell. Absolutely. I think I think that was the the, the sad reality of our situation is that you were you had fallen to a place where you you have to allow for that. He is young uh, it continues uh, I have to continue, excuse me, to remind myself uh, that he is a very young coach and it reveals itself in levels of maturity or lack thereof occasionally from an emotional standpoint and then sometimes in game you see it as well. And so, you know, it's okay. I mean, I, but you got to learn, you got to continue to show growth. You got to continue to mature. Yeah, frankly, how far we had fallen. I, I'm okay with a younger guy who grows along with the team. 
you know, sometimes in, in professional sports, if you've got a complete rebuild, are you going to bring in Belichick? You know what I mean? Like that That's the guy who can take you from good to great. But do you want Bill to oversee a complete rebuild if you were starting Probably a franchise? Not. Right, right. You got to have somebody who can light a fire a little bit. Well, what happens when you introduce that line of thinking, which I hear you and I agree with you, is that then you're furthering the other discussion, which is is he just the placeholder to the next guy comes in and takes over all the good things that he was able to revamp? I hope get you to where you want to go. I hope we get to have that debate because that means that there is improvement, we're doing some success, yeah, you know, having some yeah. success, yeah. Jeff Cameron, Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show is a production of the warchant.com multimedia network check out warchant.com today for the latest news inside florida state athletics that's warchant.com now back to jeff on real talk 93.3 and away we go as that Music means a it's Friday, which is great, and uh, b it's time for uh, for Mama to uh, make her way on in here. We had, as I said last hour, the exact same card last week. We both had Baltimore last night, and uh, ended up being victorious. Unfortunately, cue it up, Tommy. And now for another edition of the Family Pick, Nick. Take it away, Jeffrey. Yeah, so Ravens 27, Bucks 22. Hello, Mama. How the heck are you? Oh, Lordy, I'm all right. I'm just so frustrated with this year so far. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. (laughs) I think you do know is the problem. Yeah, I know. Well, yes, I really think... You know, I mean, since they're not in a very good division, I think we still have a chance. But, I mean, even if we get to the playoffs, good Lord, unless we find a miraculous, you know, line again and Tom can concentrate and some people can start catching balls and running and everything else, I don't think we would go very far. No, no, it's good to have realistic expectations. It's fair to note that there are – Bunch of problems, but even if they fix some of them enough to win a bad division, as you say, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're not that team, and it's okay. That's the reality. We did win one just two years ago, and so that means the grand experiment was successful. Now you got to start looking about who you want to retain, 
who is of the young group that you think can help you win, say, three and four years from now, and who do you want to draft? I mean, this is it. It's over. This was always going to happen at some point. Tom can't play forever, obviously, when you have a personal life situation like he's going through now with a divorce. That doesn't help when your entire offensive line either decides to retire and or gets hurt, and you have to restructure it with a group of guys that aren't ready to play. Well, you can't win. So it's just it, we don't have to look more than beyond that. That's just the stark set of circumstances that faces the Bucks. And now you just got to figure out who you want to go with in the draft and which of the young players you like. I know, I, I, and I do think that they. I think they need to shake up the coaching staff. No, I, I mean, I really think that the, at least the offensive coordinator has got issues. Well, I do think Leftwich has been exposed, but again, the offensive line is awful. And there aren't many magical plays for you to call when you can't run at all because the other team knows what's coming time and again. Now, he could be better. He is predictable. They run way too often on first down. Statistically speaking, that is true. And that is a fair criticism. I've never loved Leftwich, but I'm just saying that that is also a fair comeback. If you do, you can say, well, right now he's dealing with uh, a sieve of an offensive line. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm really hoping Jensen's going to come back maybe after this break. I really am hoping. That I think that would help us a lot. I yeah. mean, it's not going to fix everything, but I mean, I think it would really help us and I think it would give us a morale boost. Well, he's nasty and he's tough and he's a pro bowl center. So the answer is yes, it would be a a, a nice infusion of life. Let's get to these games. Here's one that nobody wants to watch and it oh. will be played at 9:30 in the morning in London. Broncos Jags. Oh, is that right? Okay, I didn't know. That. I picked Jacksonville. These two teams are ass. Uh, this is tough. Uh, I know. There's a few of those this week. I oh boy, I'm going to take Denver against my better judgment. I you, know, you may get me on this one, but I I have no faith. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, let's hope so. All right, uh, Panthers at Falcons. Yeah, I guess I'm going to pick Atlanta. Me too. Bears are at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys. Dolphins are at the Lions. Yeah, I've taken the Dolphins. Me too. Cardinals are at the Vikings. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know about this game. I, I, I took Minnesota. Me too. The Raiders are at the Saints. Yeah, God, that's not a very good game either. Um, I'm taking the Raiders. I'm taking the Saints. Oh. There you go. All right, we got one here. That's the second one. Here's an interesting one. Patriots at Jets. I'm taking the Jets. So the Jets have been my uh, cause du jour, right? I've loved the Jets all year and picked them in many spots, including uh, over, uh, I think it was, was it New England earlier this year that I took the Jets, or was it Green Bay? It was also Green Bay that I took them. And now I'm going to take the Patriots. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right, here we go. All right, well, no, yeah, I'm kind of a little bit. Yeah, you're coming around. I still like the Jets, even if they lose this weekend. Steelers <laughs> at the Eagles. Oh, Steelers at the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. Yeah, that should take a millisecond. Yeah. Uh, Titans at Texans. Yeah, Titans. Commanders at Colts. Oh. Ooh. I know. Ooh. That is a hard one. Ooh. That's not a watchable game. I I took Washington. Look at you. You have a thing for Heineke. I do. I do. I do. I think he's good. I like 
can't bless his heart. I, and I, he, I, he tries so hard. I guess I do. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bless his heart in there, in there. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take the Colts. It's a coin flip game. I don't like it. It is a coin flip game. All right. Uh, 49ers at Rams. I'm taking the 49ers. Me too. Giants at Seahawks. Ooh. Oh, now, wait a minute. Who did you just say? The Giants, 6-1 and one, New oh, York football Giants yeah. against the Seahawks. Yeah, and, I, you know, Seattle, I thought Seattle was going to do terrible, and then they kind of changed my mind a little bit. And I know the Giants haven't they, isn't, they have to travel to Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking Seattle. I knew you would. Yeah, we now have every game different. <laughs> no, we both picked Atlanta. I know. I'm on the Geno Smith train. I think he's one of the best stories in the NFL this year. I think it's awesome, and it's also incredibly rare to see. So I hope he keeps it going. Uh, uh, Packers at Bills. Packers. Oh, at B- uh, Bills. Bills. Yes, yes. Don't don't waste any time there. Yeah. No, no. Uh, and Bengals at Browns. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think they're getting it back on track. Yeah, uh, they just found out that Chase is out for six or four to six weeks. Uh, so that is a problem when your star wide receiver is uh, not going to be playing for the better part of a month. I do think they're good enough, despite the fact that they're losing him, to go win this game. I, too, will take the Bengals. Okay. All right, so now – all right, no, wait a minute. I'm looking – Oh, we got a lot of them. Tom, are you going to flash them up on the screen? I, I, think, I know. Den, all right. Well, you've got Denver and I've got Jacksonville. Now, who did you, you did you take Minnesota in that Arizona game? I did. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. But you took um, the Raiders. I took the Saints. You took the Jets. I took the Patriots. Right. You took the Polygons, as they're calling it. <laughs> I took the Colts. That's the Washington Commanders. Uh, I took, uh, you took the Giants and I took the Seahawks. Okay. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is going to be interesting. Isn't that crazy? We go from one week, we had them all the same. I know. Now, this week, we have several different. Yeah. You took the Jags, and I took the Broncos, and I also took the Saints, and you took the Raiders. So we have a ton different this week. It's, it's important for you to have a lot different than me because you're down eight. You're getting crushed. You need this. Am I, I thought I was only down six. I think it's eight, Mom. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll double check it. That's uh, Matthew's math. I, Matthew's I don't, I don't been, question Matthew the keeps no. Matthew's got it. He's been keeping the totals every week, and he knows oh. we had the exact same card last week. It's eight, Mama. Is it? Oh, Lordy. Well, we do need. Then we we do definitely need to have several different, and I need to win them all. I keep kicking your ass. It really hasn't been competitive. We're going to need you to get it together. <laughs> I know what? I do need to get it together. Well, some of these games, though, you know, it's like it's a coin flip, and then I just haven't been lucky with the coin flip. Here it's all luck. You're right. I'm just getting lucky on all these wins. <laughs> well, you have inside information. I don't really. Not in the league. But I love you, Mom. Have a great weekend. I love you, too. You, too. I'll right. talk to you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There it is. Okay, so is that game in Germany, not London? I no, said no, London. the Bucks game is in Germany next week, or two weeks from now when they play Seattle. This one's a, in London. You think they'll have a running game by the time they go to Germany? They might. I don't think They so. might. If Jensen comes back, they well, might. Well, if Jensen comes back, that could change a lot of things. And you said who would you stick around with or keep around? Well, uh, I mean, that's... I mean, Rashad White, I like him. Do you, do you like him? I do. He's a good player. I don't dislike him. We should run him more than we run Fournette. They're starting to move in that direction. They are. So... I also like the young tight end out of Notre Dame. Otten? Yeah. If he can catch the ball a little bit more. Well, but, but, yes, he's open. He, he, well, he's he's all, open. He's also kind of a physical mismatch for some people. He's going to be all right. Yes, he needs to catch it a little bit more often. 
It's just hard when you had – look, first of all, Brait was really, really, really solid, right? Not all that athletic, but really, really solid. And Gronk's the greatest tight end to ever live. So you're kind of like, well, it's, it's tough. You're not going to live up to the standard. There. So does Tom Brady call Gronk this weekend and go, Rob, Rob, I need you. If you're Gronk, you want to walk back into that mess? One last ride, man. I, need I you. hope he does, and I hope he convinces him. I hope he says, look, I'll cut you off a check. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Let's that dumbass yeah. could be convinced of anything. You could obviously just manipulate the hell out of him in five minutes. So, you know, if Brady decides to play the Jedi mind trick on him and get him to come back, then that'd be great. But I, And it may very well happen. Um, but you get Jensen back, you get Gronk back. If you get Jensen Hicks in the secondary well, remember back, how good Bronx is as a blo- uh, Gronk is as a blocker. Yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah. Well, well, okay. Yeah, call the Glazers. Can you get a mistake in the team? Because we certainly can't <laughs> fit that under the salary cap. Can we quietly make a deal. But I, you know, it's just this is the funny thing about fandom, is, and it is one of the good things about getting older and having been a fan through all the good and all the bad, and I mean a lot of bad with the Bucks and a lot of bad with my Pirates, and obviously most recently, um, unfortunately, bad with the Knolls, is that you you do learn to kind of zoom out and get a better handle on the bigger picture and know that, you know, that Brady run in New England is the stuff of legend for a reason. It's a crazy outlier. It just doesn't happen all that often. And so, you know, unless you're lucky enough to have it to your team, you can't go into seasons with expectations that, oh, well, we're, you know, if we can't make the Super Bowl, I'm disappointed. Well, look, man, you're going to be disappointed a lot. I know that's ultimately the goal, but I like to look at things as you're building towards them or you're not. And right now, they're not in a position to build towards a Super Bowl because they've got old guys in key positions that they're going to have to replace. In particular, yeah. he just lost one for the year. The other's going to retire and was partly retired in the offseason is going through a divorce. Another guy did just retire. Even your better lineman like Jensen, he's on the back half of his career. He's good. Yeah, which makes the question the interesting one to me. Do you keep Jason Light? Because I think you do. He's a pretty good drafter. He's done a good job in the draft. And his job was to maintain the roster and know that it was going to implode at some point. At some point, right. You, your whole goal when you anteed up was to win the Super yeah, Bowl, and yeah. you did win the Super Bowl. So now you, you get a little time. The thing is, I saw a question in the chat says that is um, is our head coach, Lovey Smith Jr. And and I don't agree with that idea that Todd Bowles... No, is, Todd, Todd is a more aggressive coach than Lovey Smith and, ever was. And Todd, sure. well, just meaning like he won't get the job done at... The problem is he walked into a flawed situation before it even started. He was installed as the head coach by the guy who went out the door, but the guy who went out the door might have because of Brady power playing him. I, like it's just so here, here, you're here. neutered in a way well, before you begin, and then the guy who power plays to make the coaching staff the way he wants it to be doesn't even show up for eleven days at camp. There's a whole lot to deal with there. That it's, is, it's, it's a it's a crazy thing. And the other part that he's it's not his fault because you can only be who you are, but. Being as even keel as he is at a time when the ship is sinking right. does him no favors. Mm-hmm. It does internally, one would think. You need a guy that is unwavering, right, when everything around you is chaotic. But when you're new and thrown into a bad situation and your best player, and the unquestioned leader of the team who can make all of the decisions, including personnel, <laughs> is is going through what he's going through, people don't want to see you just be like, We've got to get better. Well, we've got to we've got to make more plays. We have to do better running the ball. We're not running the ball right now. 
Nobody wants to hear that, man. The problem is he walked into a dysfunctional situation. He was already there, but he, he was elevated in a dysfunctional situation that if you win, nobody's going to know about it. But if you start to lose, this defense is quitting on the offense and the team in the second half of games consistently. Yeah, you're giving that defense a bigger pass than I am. Because you just got done documenting a lot of the things that I see all the time, which is guys in the wrong run fits, guys freelancing, guys not where they're supposed to be, giving up huge chunk of They're plays. not great against the run, but no. they're pretty good against the pass. They're just now they're, they're, beat, up. they're beat to hell. You had to elevate a guy I've never heard of yesterday who may actually, actually made a play on fourth down in the end zone. Yeah. Or else this would have been a worse worse loss. Yeah, I, I, yes, when you're when your unquestioned uh, leader at quarterback is not in camp for 11 days, we brought it up at the time. Well, that is not normal. And I and I get, like, a lot of former players have come out and said, listen, Brady could miss two weeks, and he's still going to understand the game plan. He's still going to know what he's looking at defensively, and if you give him time, he's still going to make throws. I agree with that. If the offensive line didn't suck, all that time off wouldn't be as big a deal. But the offensive line does suck, and all that time off becomes a bigger deal because you're having to be that precise well, because you don't have the same luxury you did before with a good offensive line. Yeah, and the other thing is how many times is he looking at Mike Evans or Scotty Miller or Gage or Perryman or Godwin, and, and they don't look like they're on the same page. And it's like, man, you well, guys you guys are just doing this. You're winging it. You are, you're, you're winging it. Well, That's the only way you can explain it because they play together, especially Evans and Godwin and Brady. Done. How is it that they're not on the same page? Well, Godwin's also not even close to what he was. No, you can let him go now. It's unfortunate, man. That was unlucky. It breaks my heart, man, because he was such a great player. But, man, he is is off a cliff. He doesn't look – he's a shell of himself. Football's brutal. I mean, it's just a brutal game. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3, Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. You know, this song, uh, not only is it a a song that I enjoy, of course, but uh, also, Tom, it's one that makes me want to walk into a bar that has a bartender named Louie. I just want to walk in and be like, hey, Louie! And Louie's, you know really affable he's he's exactly what you expect louis to be behind the bar getting up there in years but still funny as hell seen some things got good stories there are certain days though that louis is frazzled because it's way too crowded for this time yeah, of day it shouldn't be like this yeah, yeah. fridays get to him because people start drinking at four he's like oh right, yeah. right. so that's why i don't work the weekends yeah and after all these years louis didn't know it was going to get a little dicey on a friday come on louis you're busting his ass a little bit, and he laughs. You're right. <laughs> and he's cleaning the bar. First one's on me. Yeah, 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 all right, all right. Yeah, that's Louie. Louie's good. Louie's good. He's solid. We got the jazz on in the background. We're all in a good mood. You know what, Louie? You know what? I, I'll do a Bloody Mary. 
Oh, 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 look at you getting the weekend started right. There it is. What is Louie wearing? Huh, that's interesting. Well, he's got, a, he's got an apron at all times. Okay. He's got an apron. Even when he's not back. Because he checks on the grill. He has to check on the mm-hmm. grill. That's part of what Louie does. Checks on the grill. So, it's back there. What's going on with the cheese stick? And then he goes racing back there. All right, so this isn't a nicer place. No, don't go to nice bars. No, you go to you go, <laughs> no, no. That's and but but it's but it's our kind of place. Mm-hmm. People are solid. Got the games on. You know we're good that way. You can. You, they know us. Louie knows us. So when you come in, sometimes he just slides you the controller. That's when you know you found a place. Because you know, in the grand scheme, if this was like standardized testing in elementary school. You and I, sir, would be in the 99th percentile of remote control management. Yeah, we are elite-level players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. It's true. And Louie is a five-tool SOB, as P. Simpson says. That's correct. He's got it all. Louie can do what you need him to do. He knows all the drinks. He's pretty quick about it. He's got a handle on what's on what TV when you walk in. You don't right. need to be searching or anything like that. I come in, I say, hey, what time's the baseball game start? Also, this one on basketball, you got that? Cool, yeah. And Louie is not six five or anything no, like no, that no, no, no. but he's not somebody you step to either no you need to be a little scared of louie yeah well louie's been known he's had to throw some guys out when louie gets that look in his eye that's a problem but it's also fun for the regulars to say Oop. oh <laughs> look at well him. that's actually if you Louis know the place really down. well is when you lean over you're like look man louie just shot you the look and i gotta tell you louie's a patient man so that's on you let's get it together let's gather ourselves here there is a guy i won't say who at our establishment that we very much frequent, mm-hmm. and we will be today for the happy hour show, 5.30 p.m., Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, who once lifted another man up and removed him from the bar by carrying him like a child yeah. out of the side door. Which is awesome. You need that. Saw it with my own eyes. Couldn't believe it. It looked like a bad slapstick bit <laughs> with, you know, the dummies. You know, they would carry the dummies in the old days in those black and white pictures. Yeah. That's what it looked like. P. Simpson followed it up with a really good one. He doesn't get sketched out when two dudes are betting on coin flips at the bar. That is correct. That shouldn't even make you bat an eyelash. You look over and see me and that guy, bat, you know, coin flipping. You're like, all right, this, this is a good day. These two guys are betting on a coin flip repeatedly. Fellas, what can I, what can I get you? <laughs> These are my kind of guys. They're going to be all right. Well, to the guy who wins, he says, guess you're buying. You oh, know? yeah, he has yeah. to. Yeah, he has yep. to. Louie's twice divorced, but he's still friends with his ex-wives. He doesn't really say anything negative about him. He knows it's on him. But they love him. They're, they're they regulars. Love, they come on by. They're, they're regulars. Yeah, they give each other, how you doing, hon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still, sit together. Still, yeah, yeah. They're the ex-club. And Louie asks about their new husbands, how they're doing. He's a great guy. Yeah, oh, I like that guy. He's a better man than me. Yeah. Jack doing all right? Yeah, good. And then I go, Louie, you think it's all right that you ask about Jack? Oh, no, Jack's solid. He's done right. He's done right. I uh, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. And in the silence, yeah, you yeah, go, oh, right. oh, oh man. Got, got Louie's got some regrets. Yeah, that's good, right? It's good. So Louie knows he screwed up, but that was many years ago. He's moved on. You know, you don't want to dwell on it. And now he's got Brenda, you know? And she's solid. She puts up with his nonsense. Right, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? But, you know, she'll, she's cool with him. If he stays after hours a little bit, sometimes Louie's ready to go home, but he'll have one with you. He'll sit there and have one with you, and then be like, I got to go, guys. Okay, Brenda's going to get pissed. Said I'd be home an hour ago. And you're arguing about the right, game. Right. And you're arguing. You go, yeah, hey, it's all there. Louie, three strikes and you're out. So, absolutely. You got to go. And, no, Dad, you're right. That's because Louie has kids with both. <laughs>
So that's it. That's how that works. That's what that music does for me, all in one. Driving down the road, I'm like, ah, it would be good to see Louis. There he is again. He's rapping. Marcus uh, chimed in a little earlier. We gotta. I missed it. I missed it. Uh, the game tomorrow is indeed happening, Ric Flair. You know that it is. We have talked about it. Uh, how do you balance the Lucy and the Goosey, or are they one entity? Also, what is the highest, lowest quantitative amount to be considered pizza money? Oh, asking for a friend? Uh, so I would tell you pizza money is somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 50 bucks. Fifty. Well, okay. If you feed the friends, yeah, that you're, people you're, coming over to help you move. You're a family man. Yeah. Yeah, because to me it's fifteen to twenty-five. Yeah. I don't have yeah. other mouths to feed. Yeah, you know? I do. It's me and the so wife. So fifteen to fifty is pizza money if you're sprinkling it on the money line right. with Notre Dame against Syracuse, for example. And are Lucy and Goosey intertwined? Mm-hmm. Are they like DNA? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, it, it and and by the way, Lucy Goosey edition of the show presents itself in segments like this. We're out of the blue randomly. We're talking about a a guy named Louie who could represent any number of bartenders across this great country who we've had great conversations with and wished we could see more often. But, you know, alas, duty calls. But when we get to see Louie, we're happy. There he is. Can't wait to see I was Louis. worried about you, Louie. Yeah. That's you and I after a round of golf, you know, right there by the neighborhood. Like, you're right there by your house. I'm right there. Let's go in and see, see Louie real quick and have a quick beer. You want to do that? yeah, yeah. And you're having to be the guy because you are, and you're rightfully going to say, now, Jeff, listen, I'm having one or two. That is it. We're not staying out here all day long. Where's Dad? He went to see Louie. Oh, Jesus. He went to see (laughs) Louie. What else is new? (laughs) Dad really likes Louie. He does. He does. Louie's solid. Everybody needs a little, uh, you know, somebody needs Louie in their life. Everybody does. We all got to have a guy we can turn to. I'm very interested in the not just the New England Jets game that we talked about, but uh, I'm looking at those money line parlays, Tom, and I've got a circle. I think you have the rarely seen potential. And I know, and this is why they give you great odds. These are all plus odds, guys. You got a chance this weekend at a five-game money line parlay in the NFL. I'm looking at the slate right now. And you would take, in that five games, Tom, you'd take Dallas, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Buffalo. And if you already had Baltimore, then you're in good shape. We have a warning on the screen right now. (laughs) So, so by the way, that is... (laughs) I think I just gave you your money line parlay, everybody. Now, the uh, listen, the NFL, I mean, not the NFL, excuse me, Vegas is happy to see people roll up and uh, and make the wager I just suggested. They, they know the odds are against you. But we get down. We have a little fun on a Sunday. Oh, hey, man. You'll be pregame, postgame, no game at all. You could be enjoying uh, so- some wagers. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for the not-so-subtle sense. Did you send over the uh, talking points? They're they're there. From yesterday? Yes. I might have gotten rid of them. There they are. Pre-game, post-game, no game at all. Anytime is the right time for Zaxby's Platters, just as long as you're hungry. 
Feed your team with your choice of traditional or buffalo fingers, boneless or traditional wings. If you're having trouble deciding, get the best of both worlds with a sampler platter, and don't forget that world-famous sauce. It's delicious. Satisfy your chicken craving with Zaxby's platters. Order online or in the app. Your Tallahassee Zaxby's, a proud Golden Chief booster for 17 years. Go Knowles. Tomorrow, Hotel Indigo. Today, happy hour. Happy hour beginning at 5.30. Myself and Corey. Appalachian Parkway, Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. I hope to see you there. Be good, brother. Good job. Good job, Director Matthew. Go Knowles. God bless. Have a great weekend, everybody. (laughs) 